Hey, what's up, guys? It is Lex. And Courtney. And we are here another week with you again, with the pleasures all yours, making a space for black and queer individuals to really just come and talk and be and really emphasize that the pleasure really is all yours. Exactly. It sure is. Yes. What are we talking about today, Courtney? Oh, my God. This is such a fun topic because mm. we are talking about first times and i mean like first time everything yeah. i feel like we can discuss a whole lot of different first times it's this. it's an episode we don't have an outline for <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're just gonna wing it so it's also can, 2 a.m it is literally 2 a.m after a night of lots of shenanigans just shenanigans and then last yeah. night we were out until like 4 a.m yeah so we're we're running on fumes, but I'm I feel like personally we're doing pretty well. Yeah, and if we didn't get it done today, it was gonna take up all of our Sunday. As it does, typically. I can I can just tell that that is basically what was always. Gonna it just like because we, we get here and we're like okay, well let's we gotta smoke. Yeah. Then we might have a little drinky drink. Mm-hmm. Then we gotta set everything up. Mm-hmm. Then we gotta record it. And then after we record, we're like okay, well let's like make some content. Yeah. And then we'll like try to make content for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then we gotta take pic. Like it's just it really turns into like a whole day. six hours if yeah. we let it. So this is a good way to like yeah. make and sure that we both can enjoy our Sunday because we have both had a very eventful week. It's yeah. Lex's birthday week, mm-hmm. as you can see by the crown on their My head. Crown, I don't know if you can see it. It is very like. Yes, there we go. Thanks, Court. Mm-hmm. It's my birthday. That's it's her birthday. It <laughs> How do you feel like being twenty six? Um, personally, I in, I was saying in the car to court, I was like, I don't know, something about introducing myself is like, yeah, I'm twenty six. It just doesn't feel the same as being like, yeah, I'm twenty five. Like, I don't know, I'm just one step closer to thirty, and I'm trying not to put myself in that mentality because I know it's gonna like make me panic about the future exactly and i don't want to do that to myself because you know like it's only right now and you gotta take it as it comes but i will say i'm very excited on like my overall journey for 26 and my goals that i'm trying to make sure i set for myself and stick to also now is there anything like if it's not if they're not too personal is there any mm-hmm. goals for your 26 year that you would like to share on the pod that way maybe we can all like you know just go with you on that journey I personally want to be more like I want to be more like focused and intentional with the things that I do for myself just in general and I also want to get a better habit of being there for myself and offering myself the same like patience and consideration that I do for everyone else like that is like my main thing I am a giver as we have talked about many times on the pod I am very much a giving person but I also know I'm sometimes I am giving to a fault and I want to be more intentional about giving that same energy to myself on a constant basis while also still being able to give to the people around me so absolutely i love that the light is being weird <laughs> i think that's an excellent goal yeah um and you know that's it's a hard one to yeah. show up for yourself the same way you show up for the people you love mm-hmm. but you know we're all learning self-love is important yeah you just have to see yourself like you always say as 
one of your friends. Exactly. Exactly. Like, what would you tell your friend to do instead? I like, think I think my main problem is is I'm so impatient with myself and I also just I'm so logical about my own feelings and experiences that it makes it hard for me to feel them and experience them because I'm like, okay, you're feeling this because of this and that makes sense. So it's okay. But I'm like, okay, but I also would like to feel this emotion yeah. so I can better understand it. And that's something that I have a hard time doing. I blame it on the Vir- the Venus Virgo, truly. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard for y'all to confront some of your deeper emotional sentiment yeah it, it is also just like being so logical and like yeah. having a have it, my main thing is like always having a, a list and i know that it's also my my libra too it's just always having a pro con list about whatever is going on and like i hate that because i don't always want to have a pro con list and not everything is that black and white so what is the pro con list gonna do for you, bitch? Yeah, at the end of the day, at the end of the pro con <laughs> list, you still have to kind of make a decision. Yeah. So yeah. And I'm just not good at doing that. Yeah. But as we learned tonight from one of our friends just pulling cards for us, it does not really matter. Either way, you're gonna have to do that shit. And if you don't do that shit, you're gonna be forced to do that shit. So yeah. the universe is really gonna force you down the path. It's just whether about they have to like whether they whether the universe has to force you down the path or whether you walk with it. Yeah. But like either way, you're gonna you're gonna take that path. Yeah. You can yeah. either willingly go or we're gonna push you to go. Exactly. Like you don't really fucking have a choice. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that was I think what we both learned from our readings. Is that what you learned from your reading? What would you say your your reading was? My reading, I avoid. I would just like to make a disclaimer that I avoid the tarot cards as much as possible. Because I know that even if I'm asking the card something, if that's not what I'm intended to hear, they're not going to tell me any of the answers that I'm asking. And I just asked my friend to like, oh, just pull a couple cards, see what's going on, you know, whatever. And it was a lot of like, it's like, it was basically like, you know what you need to do. You know how you feel, you know, deep down, you know where you want things to go. But the conflict is like that being a loss in some way and having to accept a loss for what it is or like you can either accept it as the loss for what it is or you can just deal with what you have going on whether or not it's a loss but it also pointed out that like um staying like staying in the comfortability of just not doing anything is also not going to be positive for either person either people mm-hmm. so it's just i i hate i hate when the cards tell me shit i don't want to hear or like it's not like I don't want to hear it. I just, it's not what I wanted to hear right now. Like, I don't want to be dealing with that shit right now. Mm-hmm. Now you got me deep in my head and shit. Now I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> Court got a very detailed reading today. Yeah, I did. And I fucking loved it. Like, mm-hmm. shout out to Rin. They're the shit. Honestly. Um, Yeah, I got a really good tarot reading. But what I was telling Lex is like, I felt like it was a great tarot reading because... It didn't tell me anything like necessarily that I didn't already know. It was like I've already been through the hard, the all the like the the hardships that they mentioned in my tarot reading. I've already felt them and I felt them for a long time, like a few months. And so I, it wasn't like shocking, but it was nice to hear like, okay, my intuition is kind of correct. 
Like, I, I am feeling this way, and there's a reason I'm feeling this way, and I also know that there's an outcome that's in my favor, mm-hmm. and I just have to wait for it. Mm-hmm. And it, caused, it, it, it reminded me to slow down a little bit. I don't, I just do not, I don't do that. I don't know how, I feel like I don't even know how to do that anymore. I feel like because yeah. I have the jobs that I have, unfortunately, and, like, this podcast, and I just, I, have, I love my friends, and so I try to spend time with my friends, and then... I feel guilty about not spending time with my family and so I try to spend time with family and like within all of that shit there's like no room for me to do anything else or like figure any shit out because like I'm always using the mental energy that I have to either work my jobs work this podcast or be present around the people that I enjoy and the people that I love and like who okay but when I go home at two o'clock at night or on the weekend or on the weekday at midnight I go home and I sleep so I can wake up and do it all over again instead of like taking the time to be like huh this week this is what sat with me and I didn't like that I needed to make these changes in my daily routine because I didn't like the way my week felt but I like I don't have the time to do that so I just keep like moving through these weeks like constantly just bulldozing through my weeks and then all of a fucking sudden it's November of 2022 and you're like where the fuck did my year go like how come none of these like little personal goals that I've set for myself at the beginning of the year aren't done and it's just because I don't have the time to fucking do them and like being busy is not completing your goals like you can say I want to make more money and you might be working two jobs but like you're not I'm not making more money if that makes sense yeah like you know what I mean like I want to I want to spend more time being present with people I love, but then if I'm tired or I'm cranky or like whatever, that just prevents me from doing those things. It's just like, yeah. So what I got from my tarot reading is that I need to just slow the fuck down. But I also think that, um, you know, it would, it would benefit if you did set like boundaries whenever you're like, because you know, obviously we always want to hang out. We always want to see you and things, but if you need a minute, you have to, like it is also you have to be like I love you I do want to see you today I do want to hang out today I just also get down do uh-uh. not have get down. Uh, I also just do not have the mental capacity to do that it is also being very firm and like saying hey I can't do that right now even though I want to do that right now and everything like that even with even with family too like it's like I completely understand that you want to see me and you want me to be present and to be here but you can't continuously pour into a cup if your cup is if you have nothing in yours and that is that adds to your exhaustion that adds to your frustration even anxiety about where you are because you don't because you feel like there's no time but it's also you're not giving yourself time to make time for those things so you really have to like like yeah just compartmentalize yeah I get it. I don't tell know. A, just tell a bitch. Like, I love you, bitch. But, but I can't, but it's bitch. Also, but it's like, it's also like, it's not like my friends are yeah. like pressuring me to hang out. It's more yeah. like, I feel like, oh my God, I spent the whole fucking week working and working and just like doing shit I didn't want to do. Yeah. So now it's Saturday night and I know I have one, one night okay. a week where I don't have to worry about what I'm doing the next day. Mm-hmm. I have one night. And I want to spend that night being like, like being act like, you know, doing things I enjoy, you know, like 
hanging out with people I enjoy, getting, I hate to say it, but getting fucked up. Like, go and have a drink. Go and smoke with my friends because, like, I'm, I just, I'm so tight all week. So, it's hard for me to say, I need to take a second and lay down. Or I need to sit with my terrible thoughts. Or I need to sit with all the bills I haven't paid. Or all the bills I'm going to have to pay next week. And figure that shit out. When I just, I just want to. I just want to smoke with my friends. Yeah. Or I just want to watch a movie with my dad that he's paying for. <laughs> yeah. <And> like, <laughs> that's what I want to do. Yeah. And, the, but you're right. Like, either way, it's like, like I, like we said, the universe is going to push you down a path, yeah. whether it's hard or easy for you. So it's just, the universe is like, okay, bitch, you want to do it like this? That's fine. But this shit is going to be challenging. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. It's 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 been it's been a very fun night, but it was definitely a night of readings, like for sure. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, which is good, especially as you're going into your 26th year. Yeah, that way you can go in with a fresh mind and mm-hmm. with some foresight. Yeah, it's just hard. It's a hard knock life. Like, it's a hard knock life. I'm just very conflicted. It, like, it's not like I'm more conflicted than I was before, but it just is like I hate when the cards just lay it out for you like that. Like. You got me feeling real crazy, bitch. You got me feeling real. What the fuck? <laughs> the cards are fun until they're not. Truly, yeah, tr- <laughs> truly, truly. But you know, since today we're talking about first times, Courtney, you found a good fun fact. Wow. Do you remember it? I remember it. If you don't remember, wow, I actually don't remember it. Okay. I don't know. Good thing I made notes. <laughs> um, so we were watching this video and it was this woman and she was basically talking about like all the different things that like people have called a pussy over the span of time altogether. And um, one of them was a cabbage. And so we thought it would be funny for our fun fact to be you know how there are, you know, a pussy is called a cabbage, and there are also cabbage patch kids. Bitch, these are pussy patch kids. We are making the connection. They were literally like, this is where kids come from, because they literally do come from a cabbage, as in pussy. Oh my god. You guys, you guys were fucking with pussy patch kids. Pussy patch kids, and they were like, oh, this is, this is not that. This is a kid-friendly environment. Fucking liars. Can I ask, why do you think, so we, when we were doing the research, cabbage, this was like an old British term, old yeah. English, right? Mm-hmm. Where do you think they got that from? Like, what about pussy says cabbage to you? I think it's either, right off the bat, I think it's like when you steam cabbage and what the flexy, um, the flex leaves look like. Mm-hmm. And when you look at a cabbage before you pick it, a cabbage head, also a flower. Yeah. But then also I think because men are awful, the smell and like them being like, wow, this smells like pussy. This smells like my woman's pussy. Yeah, that's all you making know? sense. That all all checks out. The, yeah. sh- the shape of it, the smell. Okay. Yeah. That would really be like my only um, my only assumption, truly. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. We also heard that uh, fish pie was one of them. Um, trout. There, She was giving like a lot of seafood like fish. Just seafood references, which which is why I understand how like some um, some women or some vagina owners get really like they're like I don't like the term fishy I don't like that term because 
of the history of what our vaginas have been called over time and how it's been used to shame us just for having one and existing so yeah i think i'm one of those people i don't like that term fish yeah. i know it's very new like yeah. you know, like oh that's so fish like i think a twink came up with that it's not giving for me personally as a black yeah. woman and as the leader of the culture you should take what we're saying yeah and maybe stop fucking yeah, I don't know. Fishy is giving fishy. I don't really. Ew. You're giving fishy. You can. Bitch. You can giving cunt. It's giving pussy. Puss. You know shit like that. I get that shit a hundred percent. Can we give? It's giving flower. It's yeah. giving lily. It's giving <laughs> something other. Yeah. Than fish. <laughs> bitch. Anything something other than fish. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, that's a fun fact. Cabbage Patch Kids, bitch. Pussy Patch Kids. Yes. Okay. So today for our fun fact, oh, sorry, today for our just prince, pleasure principle in general, I think like uh, just talking about first times, it's just a fun little thing. It's just a fun little segment, especially since we've been like, you know, a little lit all night. I also think it'll be a good like, um, because even when, when we were trying to make an outline, I was looking at things. And, like, the emphasis on virginity is, like, fucking crazy. Like, the emphasis on virginity throughout the history of time overall is crazy. Men can be promiscuous and, like, extremely sexually active. And it is praised most of the time. But when it comes to, when it comes to like, a vagina or a woman just racking up bodies or whatever the fuck you want to call it now it's like uh looked at a very differently yeah like now your value has gone down mm-hmm. as a person like mm-hmm. and everybody's like well if a, if a lock can un, if, if a key can open any lock and all this other stuff bitch you're talking like you ain't ever had pussy before and i really need you to just wow. shut the fuck up just in case you haven't heard that term before yeah it's like they say people say if a key can open many locks it's considered a master key but if any key can unlock the a lock then it's considered a faulty lock yeah meaning that we're as women as people with we're vaginas the we're the locks and yeah. people with penises are the key are the key yeah. yeah i don't like it i don't like it i don't like it especially because everyone's always like be- because of the standard has been set for men to be sexually promiscuous and that is praised for them, I feel like they really get it fucked up on who the slut really is in this whole power dynamic. Like you're calling a woman you're calling a woman a slut. Bitch, I could get on Tinder right now and have a nigga over here in twenty seconds with his panties on his ankles. Minutes. I could even be like, I don't even want you to come inside. I just want to fuck in the car. And them niggas would come running. You could disrespect them for hours. For hours. And, and they would still come running with some dick. They would still fuck. They would still come running with some dick. So who's really the faulty lock here? Who's the slut, really? Who's the slut? Sex is, at its most basic point, for reproduction. Yeah. A person with a vagina can birth one child. In Unless a year. Twins. In a year. Every, yeah, in yeah. a year. Pretty much in a year. Yeah. Every year, one child. Mm-hmm. If a man can have all these kids by having all this You could sex, literally make a kid every single day of the year if you really, really were that 
driven, you could make Who's a kid. Every- Who's the easy one? You're, you're just letting your your life force go. Are you serious? You're just with all these soul ties and shit. But also, I want to say I'm not slut shaming anybody because no, absolutely. Whether not. you're a nigga that fucks a lot or a woman that fucks a lot, you're enjoy. I hope that you're being safe and I hope that you're enjoying yourself. Yeah, and that validates your experience. Yeah. But to put all of this pressure, especially on people with vaginas, about their first time and when when to share that who to share it with and like what your value is as a person is is really sad and i hope to like be able to um appropriately like explain that to my child as they move yeah. through uh, explain that to my future child as they move through this space this space and yeah. this yeah this journey like make sure they know like respect yourself and know when things are when it's the right time and when it's not the right time but that deciding whenever that is doesn't decrease your value yeah yeah and no matter how many times you do like yeah just like no matter what you're doing as long as you yourself are respecting yourself whatever actions you are doing that doesn't really matter do you hold respect for yourself despite the fact that you're doing all these things okay then you have self-respect and you do have morals and values and all these other things you just a bitch that want to fuck and that's still completely okay like again completely okay it just is the system that we have set up between the sexes and also how the orgasm gap the orgasm gap is huge compared to like hey this many women aren't having orgasms but this many men are having orgasms and the number is so huge on how many men are having orgasms because it is very much like well we can do this and it's fine and it doesn't really matter if you're having a good time it just matters the fact that I fucked you you know? Yeah. Like women are more used. Yeah, yeah. Than um, appreciated. Yeah. Or than, than, than being seen as a active active part yeah. of the decision making process and yeah. like the actual physical act. Because if you're both consenting adults and on the first date you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to fuck this nigga after this date. And both of you consent to that. Neither like neither one of you loses value for doing that. You are two adults. You made a very adult decision to do what you guys want to do together. And I feel like that should be it. That should be enough. Yeah, truly. And then doing it, like I, like, like I said, doing it safely mm-hmm. is important. Because that's also a part of self-respect. If you're not, mm-hmm. if you're practicing risky behaviors, like yeah. having unprotected sex with multiple partners, uh, not getting tested regularly. Yeah. Um, putting yourself in situations that might be deemed as unsafe. Like maybe I, I, I hate to like give examples cause it just kind of depends on the person. But mm-hmm. like if you're making choices that would put you in unsafe situations, not just like STDs, but just the environment that you're in. Um, that's I like, I don't, man, I'm trying not to be not like a, not like a victim blamey thing. It's basically like, be aware of your surroundings and who you surround yourself with. Yes. And make sure that the choices that you make are because you want to do this and not because you want to do them for someone else or you want to do them for any other reason besides it's what you want to do. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Like definitely don't want to do any victim blaming. Victim blaming. Yeah, absolutely. Like um, yeah, right absolutely. Now. Well, I guess a couple, what, like first time things, I'm thinking first first kiss first kiss oh my first kiss was um 
Well, you know, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, my first kiss was actually hilarious because it made me realize I was gay. Okay. So whenever I was in middle school, uh, I don't know if this, I don't know if these people listen to the podcast because, you know, I post about it everywhere and I'm still friends with these people on social media. Okay. Anyway, okay. there was this girl that I was friends with in middle school and she had this boyfriend and her boyfriend, they had just started dating, but her boyfriend was very interested in me. And so like he sort of broke up with her and then we started dating this is in middle school in middle school okay so it was very middle school, okay. very middle school. Okay. yeah i would never do that to a bitch today hell no but anyway all this happened and i remember like being really infatuated with him he was super nice he was a lot taller than me he was like literally so sweet and then there was one day we were like walking down the hallway he was walking to me to my class nobody was in the hallway he got me to the he like literally was dropping me off and he like kissed me and i remember like being so shocked and like slightly offended i like i had this like mad t-shirt and i had such a crush on her i thought she was so fucking gorgeous like i thought she was so gorgeous and so i remember running to her class and like just sobbing just sobbing so hard and she was like what's wrong and i was like telling her i was like i just didn't expect him to kiss me i just didn't like it and i just you know, all this other stuff. I'm, like, literally freaking the fuck out. And I guess because, like, we've spent this whole, like, what, three years in middle school, like, talking to this woman. And, like, you know, she's been a pretty mm-hmm. prominent guidance figure. And she was like, you know, maybe maybe just kissing boys isn't something that you like. Maybe you just don't like to kiss boys. And I was like, maybe you're right. Because, like... <laughs> I literally cried for so long after that man kissed me. I cried for so long. Yeah. I was like, and it's not like he was rude and it's not like I, like he didn't do anything. It wasn't him like in any way, but I just felt so like my world was ending. This is awful. I don't like this. Like it just was so bad. And then like the next time I kissed someone, I kissed one of my friends and one of my girlfriends. And I was like, wow, I really want to do this all the time. Yeah. I want to do this all the time. When was that moment? Um, I think that was probably like later in my, like, because this happened in maybe like seventh grade. And so it was probably like eighth grade when I finally actually came out to my friends and stuff. And then that's when like the girls just sort of, sort of started wanting to be my friend out mm-hmm. of nowhere. And they were like, oh that's funny and then i just remember um having a sleepover with this girl and like us being under a blanket and like making out yeah it'd be the sleepovers it would be the sleepovers, yeah, definitely be the sleepovers. <laughs> what wow. about you Court? what was your first kiss um i've been trying to remember like my first actual kiss i mm-hmm. i i do have this very specific memory of being in like first grade maybe or second grade because I was still in public school so it had to be first second grade mm-hmm. and um, we were playing tag but when you tag the person you had to kiss them Ooh. but it was very it was co-ed so we were just kissing everybody it was mm. girls kissing girls boys kissing boys and I remember kissing a boy his name was his name was Jordan um, and he had some really big lips and mm. he, which is weird thinking about it because he was a first grader but I was also a first grader so <laughs> we it's like most first graders. so it's weird thinking back <laughs> to it now but like I just I remember how that felt and it was I just remember he like grabbed me by the, it wasn't like he wanted to kiss me it was just like he had to so he just grabbed me by the shoulder and kissed me and I was that that was my very first remember like a mm-hmm. kiss but I promise you 
I probably didn't kiss another boy for like if first grade to ninth grade, so ten years. So I I remember I kissed a my first real real kiss where there was like tongue lips lips sucks yes yeah. like like a whole moment the and like you guys are night. grabbing each other and holding on to each other was a yeah. girl yeah. and it was probably in ninth grade yeah and I remember she took me I'm trying not to tell say too much okay she took me to um this we had apartments right across from our school so after everybody would go to school uh, at the end of the day, there was a pool at the a community pool. Yeah, they, everybody would just rush. They would take off their socks and their their like uh, skirts, and they yeah. would just jump in the pool and Ooh, like hang out it. for a little bit, or you would uh-huh. hang out around or go to the clubhouse. Because there's you knew you knew one person in your friend group probably lived there, mm-hmm. so everybody just went there. So I remember my friend is like, "Let's just go. Let's take a walk. We can go hang out by the pool." And like my mama didn't pick me up till four thirty, sometimes five. So I had a whole hour and a half where I would just be chilling. So we walked over there and we found in the like in the stairs of an apartment, like you know, like leading up. Mm-hmm. We sat and she was like, "Have you ever kissed anybody?" And I said, "No, I've never kissed anybody." And she said, "Well, I'd like to be your first kiss. We can just practice on each other." And I love that. Absolutely. That's how it went. And I remember like four of our friends because we had a very small class. So everybody was our friend in the class. It was 120 people, but like four people that that lived in the apartment all walked right. Like right by, so that's the only reason we stopped because we were we were making out in that stairwell, and then like three people, three or four people we knew walked by, and we're like, like we pulled away from each other super fast, and like I was breathing all heavy, and you're like let's just go back, guess we should just go back, mm-hmm. but like I, I definitely remember very well I that moment. That. I I hope that that's something I remember for. The rest I do of my really life. love that because that was great and it was cute. And I remember I reached out to this person like we, we've talked in between like they moved away a few years later and um, we've talked since then. But I remember messaging her one time and I was like, hey, girl, you look really great. Blah, blah, blah. And like she said something back to me about me looking great. And I said, please do not play with me because I'm like actually pretty gay right now. Like I'm gay. <laughs> not right now. So, you know what I mean? Like I maybe not back then. Yeah. Maybe we didn't know. But like now I'm, I will definitely like be on your ass. So please like not do not right put me now. on your ass. I'll be on your ass. <laughs> and like she's like, oh girl, you know I'm bi too. I've always been bi. And I'm like, maybe we figured that out together. Wink, wink. But yeah, that was my first real experience. And it was fabulous. Yeah. Honestly, can't remember the next time I kissed a boy. I guess it had to be like, Dude, I don't even know. I don't even. Yeah, I don't. I remember a lot of experiences with women. I don't really remember too many experiences with men. Like when I think did I start doing I think, things with guys. Probably eleventh yeah. grade. That's probably when I kissed, like, really kissed my first guy. Was when I was probably the same day I sucked at first. My first dick was probably the same day I fucking really kissed a guy, which yeah. is crazy. Um, I don't know. That just makes me think. I think like, you know, even just my first time. You know what? Now that I think about it, interacting with a penis, I think when I was in middle school. And this is so bad because like I was I'm such a teacher's pet. Like, like I know sometimes people would hear the shit that I've done and they're like, you. But you're always in the teacher's room. Yeah. Yeah. I'm literally always A's and B's like I'm literally such a teacher's pet. And so I just remember this one year in middle school, I think it was sixth grade. And you know, 
at the time I was like, I didn't do that. Y'all are crazy. Why would I do something like that? But like we were watching this movie and I just remember this guy and he was like the only guy because I would get bullied a lot. He was like the only guy who literally be like, y'all really need to chill out. Like you got to fucking chill. Like she's literally not even talking to anyone. Y'all literally have to chill the fuck out. And so I don't really know, you know, how I got to this point, but we were watching a movie in a class and I sort of like had my hands in his pants, like just one of them, you know, and I was like, wow, dick is interesting. Like, it is, it's so interesting. This is interesting. Especially when you're first figuring that shit yeah, out. Yeah, and I'm like, hmm. And it's not like I was interested, like, it's not like it was like making me feel any kind of way. I was just very interested in what it felt like. I was like, this is different. Mm-hmm. And like... Yeah, it was just really different. And it, it really did not take much because we were adolescents, obviously. Mm-hmm. But literally, I just remember, like, touching it a little, not even for that long. And then it was like, my hand was wet and sticky. And I was like, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> did you have some glue on like, your thighs? <laughs> what is this? And then that's when I was like, um, can I go to the bathroom real quick? Because we are watching a movie. And she was like... Yeah, of course. And I went to the bathroom. I washed my hands. And then I remember spending the rest of my, like, week thinking that I was pregnant. <laughs> we hadn't gotten to the sex ed portion of our elementary or middle school. <laughs> yeah. I literally was like, my mom's going to fucking kill me. <laughs> Does my hand burn? Am I okay? I'm a single mother. <laughs> yes. At fucking, at fucking sixth grade. It was just crazy. I I do very vividly remember that, especially because I lied to so many people and said that I didn't do that. So did they have an idea, or did he tell people? You think that's what it was? I I genuinely don't know if he told anyone, but it didn't really matter to me because it was my word against theirs. And I literally was like, there were so many people that would be like, there's no way she could have did that. Like, you're literally lying mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. Who it happened to? He's like, man, I got my <laughs> dick rocked. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that literally, why would I do something like that? Wow. You yeah. like to play it coy. coy I do. I do like to play it coy. But, you know, now that I'm older, I'll be like, hell yeah. Hell yeah, that was me. That was all me. I've been like, teacher. <laughs> Hi, I'm your culprit. <laughs> I hope I'm not pregnant. <laughs> Courtney, I literally spent the whole week I was Googling. Like, I was like, how oh, do you no. get pregnant? <laughs> how do you get, how can you get pregnant from, yes. from handjob? Am I pregante after giving a handjob? <laughs> Classic. So many things. So that was your first hand job. That was my first hand job. Okay, and but do you? You said you don't really remember like the first time you kissed a boy, probably. No, yeah. I don't really because I can tell you from a very young age, I just have not really been interested in boys. Yeah. Like, you I know just who you were not, from the get. Yeah, I'm There's just no not interested in them. Really. I don't like the way they talk. I don't like they're just so gross. Like just in general, you know. And I grew up in a house mostly with women. I have, like, a brother that lived with me. But I also would notice, like, my brother was so messy. And I also just didn't like the fact that they could do no wrong. I didn't like that. It's, like, a lot of stuff I noticed when I was younger. And I was like, I don't like this. I would prefer to be around women and to be near them than to deal with anything that has to do with men. And that is just always how I've been. I gravitate more towards my female teachers 
towards just uh, the different f- women in my class. Like, it's just things like that. I never really gravitated towards the boys, like, ever. But they always gravitated towards me. Like, always, always. It, doesn't, it didn't matter what I wore or what I said or anything like that. But I also personally think it's just because I was such a good girl. And they're just like, wow, oh my God. Good girls go bad. I want some of that. And I'm like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are some other firsts we said we were going to talk about? Um, I guess I can talk about my first that. Uh, okay. Yes. I was definitely also in ninth grade. Um, yeah. Tenth grade. No, I was in ninth grade. And it was half. Mm. And I was taking a test, and I remember I got a text like earlier in the day. Cause you know when you be talking about shit like late at night, the night before school, you like be planning shit you gonna be doing. You yeah. talking to that nigga all night, <laughs> talking mad shit like she don't even know about. You're like, yeah, I'm about to like, I'm about to ride you like a cowgirl or something. Yeah. I don't fucking know. But like you don't know anything, so you just come to school the next day and you're like acting all shy, like you didn't say anything. But he had sent me a text after I finished an exam, and he was like, "Can you meet me in this hallway at this time?" And I went out there, bitch, in in like a little stairwell with the door closed, um, and I gave him a little hand job, made out a little bit, and he fingered me. Mm-hmm. And I remember going home and like shit was sore. And yeah, because he's just poking and prodding around in that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But also, it was like the first thing I'd ever really yeah. had up there. Okay, you know then, what I yeah, mean? Because, yeah, yeah. like, I wasn't, sense. like, I, I didn't yeah, play yeah, with myself yeah. that way. Okay. So it was just like a new feeling. Okay, yeah. But I remember every time I could feel, like, like my mom was driving us home and I was in the backseat and I would feel my soreness. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so warm now. Like, I remember that little, like, four minute exchange kept me going for years. <laughs> I really love that for you. Years. I really love that for you. I know it was fun. Like I remember, he smells good. It was cool. It felt good. Yeah. So I fucked with it. It was a good experience. I had a good experience for my first time touching a wean a wiener mm-hmm. and having something touch me. I yeah. had a great experience. I wish it was longer, and I wish it wasn't on the school grounds. Yeah. But mm. take what you can get. You know. That makes me think. I think the first time I ever got fingered. That's what I'm thinking of now. So I dated this girl and, you know, I realized that I don't know what part of me it is, but I really hold a grudge. <laughs> like, bitch, I'll hold a grudge to the fucking day I die. Like, I, I just, for some shit, I will never live it down and neither will you. Mm-hmm. And so I was dating this girl and like, it was just the first girl I ever dated that I was so infatuated with. Like, I was like you were so beautiful and just so soft. And like, I just love the way she talked to me and stuff. And Is this um, high school? It, this was probably ninth grade. Okay. Yeah. This is most likely ninth grade. And so she was a musician. Also, she played the guitar. Yeah. And she used to play. Started young. I started young. <laughs> she used to play a thousand years on the guitar and she'd sing it to me right it was so bad and like she would literally get her guitar out and she'd be like i'm gonna teach you how to how to play a song and she'd like literally sit behind me and put the guitar in our lap and she'd show me wow wow <sighs> that sounds dreamy it was as a young baby gay 
it was fantastic. And we would sit and watch anime all the time. And she never rushed me to make me feel uncomfortable or anything like that. So I remember one day her family was gone and we were watching this anime called Loveless. I don't know if she's going to listen to this, but if she does, I hope she knows. Anyway, we were, listen- we were watching this anime called Loveless. It was really nice. And like, we were just the- sitting there cuddling, talking about, talking about whatever. And then it was like, well, could we make out? And we just literally sat on the couch making out. And I remember feeling so out of my body. Like I was having such an out of body experience. It was such a euphoric feeling. And then I also remember like us switching couches to make out at some point and then us going to her bedroom and like making out more, grounding on each other. And I remember her like fingering me and me being like, there's no way that this is what it feels like. Like literally the second she slipped her fingers inside me, I was like, Oh, whoa, what's going on down there? Do you know what's going yeah, on down there? I don't know. Because I don't know what's Well, she seemed like she knew what was going on down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And so it was just really nice um, until her family came home and they came in so quietly that I'm pretty sure they heard us, especially because like we had to fake like we were asleep very quickly. And she left the fucking room door open. And then her dad called her out of the room, like woke her up and called her out of the room. And like, and then after that, I wasn't really allowed to go over there anymore. So I was like, yeah, they probably know what happened. Yeah. Oh, that's, I already know those awkward conversations. Even when it's not sexual, you know, when you used to be at your friend's house and they'd be like, uh, Lex, I need to see you in the other room, please. Yeah. It she was, might as well tell your friend to go home. Yeah, it was a lot. But it was a lot of my first happens with her. And the main reason I hold a grudge against her is because this is probably the first bitch that ever actually broke my heart, too. Okay, so that's one of the ones I want to talk about. So yeah. your first heartbreak, if you don't, like, how did that happen? So, like, this person, I was, again, so infatuated with them, loved being around them and everything. I just thought they were, like, such an amazing person. And their friends were also really cool. They were a few years older than me as well, so... It was just a lot to look up to, I guess. And um, we dated for maybe like six months or so. But like, again, as a baby gay, I was so in love. Like, I literally was like, this is the best experience I've ever Mm -hmm. had. Mm -hmm. And I remember like the week, and this is why I say something always happens the week before my birthday or the week of my birthday, because this is when it started. And I just remember her getting really distant before my birthday and like things were just being really weird like she was just being really weird and so she still got me a gift and everything and then I remember on the same day she gave me my my gift we like she was walking me to class like she usually does and I just remember her people rushing to and fro because it's after lunch and everybody's going Mm -hmm. to class and me in the middle of this sidewalk and like she just stopped and she was like I just need to talk to you about something I was like oh what's up she's like I just don't think we should date anymore like, I think, like, a couple days after my birthday had mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. And it was just awful. Like, it was so awful because she told me that. And, like, it's like when, you, when you're watching a movie and you see, like, the hustle and bustle of the city. And then there's, like, those two people mm-hmm. just sort of standing there. Mm-hmm. And she told me that. And I just started crying so hard. And she was crying, too. And then she just sort of walked away from me. And then I just stood there with all these people rushing around me, fucking crying my eyes out. And then one of my teachers that I was like usually with after school and stuff 
I just ditched, I just hung out in her classroom for the rest of the fucking day. I was like, this is the worst fucking feeling I have ever felt in my life. And it was just really bad because even after us not being together for a while, maybe like six months later, she comes back around and she's like, oh, you know, I want to go out. Like, let's go out. Let's have a picnic. Like, let's just chill, whatever. So we go do that. And I'm so excited because I still love this girl, even though I'm like, "Mm, it's fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We can be besties. It's fine. And so, like, we get to the park and we have this picnic. We do everything that we usually do. And then um, when I go to drop her off, she, like, kisses me in the car. And, of course, I'm so excited. I'm like, yes. This is exactly what I want. Absolutely, this is exactly what I want. And then, like, the night ends. And then the next morning, I'm like, you know, if you want to meet me before school for breakfast like I would love that and I it's not like I was expecting anything from her but for her to rebuttal that statement with um last night was like just a kiss I don't want you to like read too much into it I was like what like how can you respect me like what (laughs) so it was just heartbreak all over again so yeah yeah (laughs) that was my first heartbreak it was very happy fourth of fucking july bitch it was very gay very emotional and i still i don't i don't i'm not upset with her but i do hold a grudge against her for doing that shit around my birthday because what the fuck you started all of this bitch what the fuck oh what about you Chloe? what was your first heartbreak And heartbreaks that felt like heartbreaks at the time that probably weren't heartbreaks. But the like the one I can really recognize like bringing me to like a pit was definitely in in college actually Mm -hmm. when I I really liked this guy um, like a lot because we had like we met on Tinder and. Mind you, this was probably 2015. So, like, I feel like Tinder... When it was, was when it was decent to meet someone on Tinder. Yeah, it was very normal. Like, that was the yeah. only Tinder today had. is fucking and awful. And I, I, went, I went to uh, college in Lubbock. So, I went to Texas Tech. And that's all you got, bitch. So, you got to... You, you, your Lubbock Slim Pickens were your Lubbock Slim Pickens. And all the motherfucking Lubbock locals, which we call the people that didn't go to Texas Tech, that just live in Lubbock for their lives... That's who you got on Tinder for the most part. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I met this guy. He ended up going to Texas Tech. But um, we liked the same music. We liked the same movies. He was just very articulate, mm-hmm. very friendly. I just really liked his vibe. And, like, I'd never met a guy that felt like... I told, I told my best friend when I met him that he reminds me of her because they, like, liked all the same things. They, like, had the same... At the time, had the same career trajectory, yeah. same personality. I was like, this is wonderful. Yeah. I was just in love. We had only gone on dates like maybe three or four times. One of them, I remember we did like a listening party for the um, Life of Pablo album because Ooh. we were both really into Kanye yeah. at the time. And that was when the album came out. So I remember I came yeah. over there with like two or three blunts and we just drove around and we were just listening to like the album and just like conversating and I watching movies and playing games and all this stuff. Anyway. I felt like um, because of who I was at the time, I was just very insecure about myself. I didn't have any, I just had, I really had no confidence and for a lot of different reasons. I had a lot of shit going on that year of college. I was in a place where I just didn't feel like I had anybody. So I was like, I just felt like this person, I just grabbed onto them, you know? And I was like, 
ran with it. Anyway, I felt like I was being too overbearing, and he just kind of like, kind of like ghosted away a little bit. Not Let like it fizzle out. Yeah, he just kind of like fizzled out. Like he just kind of stopped replying. Bitch, I remember. I cannot believe I'm sharing this because it's really embarrassing. But like, I remember being in my dorm one day. After like one of the days after he kind of stopped talking to me, like I kept texting him and he just wasn't responding. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, what if he died? I'm actually really convinced he died. And like, that's why he didn't text me back. And like, I can feel his spirit in my room right now. Mm-hmm. I know he's here because there's just no way. Like, we are so in love. Like, there's no way you just stop talking to me. There's just so much more fucking like, Yeah. His dead spirit is in the bed with me right now. And I'm going to let him fuck me. And you, and you fucked the ghost. Bitch. Yeah, I fucked the ghost. I did. Yeah. I did. I fucked in an imaginal, an imagination, imaginative energy field. Like I didn't, I didn't like fuck air, but like, that's what it felt like. I felt like I was fucking my lover that had passed because he didn't text me back for three yeah. days, bitch. That I was in the trenches. Okay, <laughs> I don't even know if that was like hard. I, I don't know if I was depressed the fact that I had sex with a ghost, like, or the fact that I was heartbroken. But yeah. either one. I was not happy and I was not happy for like a long time. And it's ironic because that same year, six months later, I met my first longtime boyfriend of like mm-hmm. two, three years. So it's funny how shit just really doesn't matter. Yeah. But I mean, and you know what's crazy? I talked to this person today. Like I feel I would consider us friends today. This person that ghosted me that I had sex with their ghost that they're clearly still alive. We are friends. Like, so I, <laughs> they're clearly. Still and alive. I wonder if they listen to the podcast. And if they do, please, please don't message me. No, message me. I guess I want to know. Message me if you know that this is you, because I would love to talk about this. With Just you. to rehash it. Just to re like let's let's revisit some things. Look, so I want to I want to know so why. What was going on? I want to know why. Because, yeah. Because they're. I don't know how we started talking again, but we did. And, like, we're just friends. Uh, they live here now. So we've gone out, like, once or twice here. And it's been real chill, real cool. I like conversation. It definitely wasn't, like, I feel like it's not anything romantic. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel the same way about them at all. So it's cool. But that was definitely my first heartbreak where I was just, man, I was, like, I couldn't go to class. Wow. I was just, I felt like I was dying. I now my bitch really fucked up. I was fucked up. I'm just so sorry you had to go through that. Yeah. But it definitely wasn't my last heartbreak yeah. and it wasn't my worst heartbreak. It was just my first. That is true, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely not the worst. Definitely. What are, I feel like we made notes on another one. A few. Mm-hmm. Let me see. What was the other oh, one? Oh, kitty litter. Yeah, we got it. Okay. Do you remember your first orgasm at all? My f- Yes, I do. Please tell me. It was probably um, my junior year of college. I turned 20. It doesn't have to be an orgasm with another person. Okay. Let me, I can That I'll makes me rewind. Yeah. I don't remember my first orgasm. Because I, I, I can't, I, I don't remember my first orgasm. But yeah. you can tell me. I remember my first one because it was the first day that I discovered that like, wow, a pillow between my legs feels really good. Yeah. That, after that, that was it like I don't know I don't know I don't know I just remember one night being in my bed and like it was just after I, I, I remember like I just remember like the day having a lot of stuff in the day and oh my god and I took a shower and then I remember I got into my bed and I just like sort of cuddled at my pillow you know 
and um, I just put it between my legs. And I remember adjusting my body, and it was like where my clip was and where the pillow was and how much pressure I was putting it. I was like, what is that? And so I just kept sort of rocking with it. And then, you know, then you, I don't know. The first orgasm sort of felt like, like I didn't know if I was okay. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I literally was like, is, am, is, is this okay? Am Did I going to be all right? Yeah. Like what just happened, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like checking my body and stuff. But after that, you could not get me out of my room for a minute. Like and you, once you discovered like how to get it, yeah, and, like, yeah, it was yeah. okay. Yeah, and now, now you know, I've I've had people send me like um, videos of like a girl rubbing her pussy on like the a, a corner of a table mm-hmm. or a couch. Yeah, yeah and like they're like, part. yeah, yeah, or even like on the counter, how there's a corner right there, and someone was like, "Wow, that looks really painful," yeah, and I'm like, "Okay, but here's the thing: it's not the corner you're using; it's the surface right above right, the corner, yeah. and the fact that." There's nothing behind you. So I do remember, like, on the edge of my tub and, like, just literally, like, rubbing my pussy mm-hmm. on it. I'm, mm-hmm. Once I figured out, like, that that shit felt good, I was like, what are you doing so long in the shower, bitch? Did you, like, ask anybody or tell anybody about this? Like, did you have friends who were like, bitch, I tried this weird thing out and it worked? Or, like, were you like, mom this thing happened to me like did you tell anybody no and i didn't tell anyone just because i thought i i didn't tell anyone because i genuinely thought that like i it's something i wasn't supposed to be doing i don't know why it felt like that it just felt like it was something i wasn't supposed to be doing yeah it does does yeah especially as a kid you know um especially because it it has so much to do with your genitals i literally was like well, I'm not supposed to even be doing this, yeah, bitch. So. I'm not supposed to be touching them. I'm not supposed to be talking yeah. about them. Other people aren't supposed to be touching them. We're talking about exactly. Them. So I, I never, I never really said anything to anyone. I don't think I, I don't think I ever talked about like orgasms or masturbating until I got to like maybe like my junior year. Or so like mm-hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't just like talking about it as freely as I do now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think same. Like it wasn't really even our friend group. Like. I'm always really surprised it is 3 a.m. now yeah I'm always really surprised by our friend group because sometimes we'll ask them questions pertaining to the pod because it's like oh this is what our episode is on this week and it sometimes it's really surprising hearing what our friends have to say (laughs) yeah I mean and being like a bunch of 14 year olds it's like y'all aren't gonna like even if I did go and have this orgasm and then I told my friends about it's like none of us really know what really what is. the fuck unless like one of y'all had an older sister you know what i mean yeah but explained everything and then you have that one friend that thinks they know it all about everything which i definitely had but like it was helpful mm-hmm. so yeah i don't i don't think i i don't i don't i don't think i had a real orgasm though like even when i would masturbate as a kid i just think it was more like like a moment of like like a shiver like i wouldn't i cannot place that I have an orgasm the same way I have today by myself. Oh yeah, absolutely that I did not. Ten years ago. Yeah, absolutely not. At all. Yeah, no, not at all. Not even the first one. I don't even think that anything has yeah. Fe- like. Yeah. Yeah, it j- and I think that really just comes from knowing your body more, and also your body being used to the feeling of mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. is pleasure. This is what it is. This mm-hmm. is what it does. You know, all that shit right there. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay, well, of course, we have to talk about the big one. Uh, the first time you had intercourse with 
either sex? Mm, full blown. Oh, God damn, that's like. Okay, I will talk about the first time I ever had sex with a man, because it was something I never thought I would have that would happen, and I was maybe like sixteen, seventeen, and I was working at a pizza place in my hometown, and uh, there was this guy that worked there, and. You know, he was like a cute Hispanic guy. His girlfriend was like this tiny white alternative bitch. You know, they were very like, they were the bitches to be in the in the in the uh, workspace because they were just so fun and like just out there. And so I just remember, and this this is what I say like this is probably what shaped my polyamory brain is because like once I met them and like uh, we started hanging out a lot I really just sort of got introduced into their dynamic anyway there was one night all of us were going to hang out we were waiting for um the girl I don't want to drop any names because I'm telling you <laughs> I don't want to drop any names but anyway they me and me all three of us were supposed to be hanging out she was working late and then it was me and him we were just literally hanging out watching tv and so, you know, we're just laying in the bed, just kind of hanging out. And I'm like, wow, for some reason, I'm like horny. And this, and I don't know why I found myself so attracted to this man. I think it was because like anybody even looked or talked to me crazy, that nigga would be like, um, excuse me. And I just really liked that. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, stab this man because yeah, he's he fucking, safe. yes. And yeah. So I, was, I fucking love that shit. So. I, we're just laying there caressing on each other like literally just chilling and then I don't really know how it got to like dick out but it just sort of happened dick out like that that's how and it then, be happening yeah and then I remember like laying on my side and like getting dick from the back and I and you know everyone's like oh your first time with a, with a penis is gonna hurt like it just felt so good the second that shit slipped in, I was like, oh, no. Your first time was on your side from the back? Yeah. And it felt good? Yeah. Wow. I literally was like, this is so crazy. And then I also remember, like, it didn't, it, it's not like it, it didn't really last that long, but I remember, like, it feeling so good and me not wanting to stop. And then him being like, I'm going to come and me not listening. Mm -hmm. And then him being like. This is not safe. Mm -hmm. And then sort of pushed me off. Yeah, you know? yeah, and I was yeah. like, wow, this is, I'm actually very disappointed right now. I was having a great time. But even now to this day, I'm still so surprised by that because it just really came out of nowhere. That's amazing that you had a, a very positive, very positive. like sexually pleasing first mm -hmm. experience with sex. Yeah. That's so not rare, but mm -hmm. like, you don't hear about it too often. Yeah. You don't hear about the great moments. And then once I had once I had that and it was a positive experience, that's when I really started like exploring my sexuality with men and things like that. Because I'm like, if it feels like this, and if I can enjoy it like this with this person, I know that there has to be like another person or another connection mm -hmm. similar mm -hmm. that I could do this with. And you said they were a poly couple? Yeah, they were. But then I found out later that he lied to her about like what we were doing. And the only reason I found out is because, like, maybe a few months later, we were, like, chilling, and we were just talking, and I mentioned it, and she was like, what? And I was like, what? And she was like, um, no one told me that this was happening. And I was like, he literally has told me so many times that he's told you already. 
I don't I don't know. I just and like she was always so sexual with mm-hmm. me also that mm-hmm. I was like, oh, then yeah, she obviously yeah now he told you that's why you're being extra like how you are with me and everything and she was so pissed she was mostly pissed at him yeah but she also was like i just didn't i just couldn't believe you didn't tell me and i was like i didn't tell you because he said he told you and so i just didn't really see the point in also saying something i don't know but you know you put your trust in a nigga stupid hoe how you figure come on now (laughs) what about you um my first well, when I lost my virginity, mm-hmm. um, I was 18, my first year of college. Mm-hmm. It was the first snowstorm in Ooh. Lubbock that I had ever been in. And the guy picked me up the night before the snowstorm. Mm-hmm. And it was a school night, so it was like a Tuesday night. Um, and he took me back to his house. He was way older. He was way older. If I was 18, he was like 35. I think he was a, like... I'm sorry, Pause that's crazy but yeah i met him on tinder that's yeah insane. it was a hispanic guy he 18, was 35, 35 yeah but he was really cute though he was he was um, like 35 was, you were still a child i know i'm sorry i'm sorry no i know i get it like I'm, I'm, you're right I'm like literally like what you're right yeah, you're right it was yeah. out of pocket i did i did a lot of unsafe things in love because of how i felt but and because of the place that i was in i just yeah. felt like I had to take what I could get because I was in like a predominantly white school in a yeah. predominantly white town. And I was at the time, I just did not, I didn't look like I did, like I do now. And I didn't feel like I do now. And so I just was not mentally like yeah. there. So I just made a lot of bad decisions and we can like, maybe I'll go into detail someday. But yeah. anyway, this particular situation was my first real experience with sex in Lubbock. Mm-hmm. So he picked me up, took me home. He cooked for me, maybe hot cocoa. We talked for a long time. Watched a movie. It was chill. And then he, like, went down on me. And it was, like, the worst. Ooh, like, it was the worst. Like, yikes. But I had never been... I had never had in my pussy eaten. So I didn't yeah. know what that was even like. So I didn't know that any... Like, I just... I know now that it was not good. But yeah. I couldn't tell then I thought it was good. Like, yeah. And I probably was pretending that it was good, too, because I thought that's what I had to do. Yeah. So he was, like, eating my pussy. is was just, like... Like, he's one of those guys that do, like, this. Not the tongue pokes. Not the tongue pokes because you feel weird about pussy. Yeah, I'm like, dude. You're 35. You should just grow not eat the fuck it up. if you didn't want to eat it. That's yeah. cool. I wouldn't have known the difference. Stop I really playing would with not your fucking food, bitch. Um, but then anyway, he drops his motherfucking trousers. I'm still convinced to this day, y'all. After seeing regular dicks, I am so convinced with my whole heart that I fucked a micro penis that day. Ooh. I promise you because I've never seen a, a small, like a penis that small in porn on TV, wow. medical history books, like never really seen anything like Maybe it. That's bro. why he was fucking eighteen year olds. But I didn't, and I, I think that too. Like yeah. what? Because what what reason did he have to like go yeah. be looking for eighteen year old girls or whatever? Yeah. Anyway, he had a really super small dick, so small that like the condom I remember did not even really fit right. Like it was like hanging off. Like oh no. Like with the, the little with off. the little reservoir. Yeah, it was like, like just like oh no. Ugh. And I remember it felt like like a little like a prick. Like and it was so small that when oh. I actually lost my actual virginity, like a few months later, by a black dude that was like twenty one with a big ass dick, I was in a lot of pain. And like I kind of just thought that if I because I had had sex once that it, I was never going to feel pain again. So I just went in like, yeah, let's just fuck. And it was like really painful and I could not 
it just did not make sense as to why. But it's because one, the first nigga's dick did not even break my shit. I mean, I hymens are not really like a thing yeah you know you can break your hymen especially in how we live these days you can yeah. break your hymen a lot of ways you can break your hymen masturbating you can break your hymen riding a bike you can break your hymen riding a horse yeah. you can break your hymen washing too hard in the bathroom you could break your hymen so many different ways you could break, break your hymen like being a gymnast being an athlete so it doesn't matter but i guess he just didn't even stretch my walls bitch because I was definitely still a virgin when I left his house. Wow. I just didn't know it. That's crazy. That was my first experience. And then, bitch, it, like I said, it was a snowstorm, so we got snowed in. He couldn't drop me off until, like, 15, 20 hours. Like, the next the next day. Because wow. he, couldn't dr- he couldn't drive on campus because yeah. the ice was so bad and the snow was so bad. Wow. So we ended up having to spend a whole lot of time together. And it wasn't fun. Like, it wasn't necessarily fun. I don't even really remember it. I just remember yeah. watching a bunch of movies, kind of chit-chatting, and drinking a lot of hot cocoa. Wow. But yeah, that was my first sexual experience. And then my second one with the big dick was wild. I just remember Talladega Nights being on the TV. Did this dude he went to he went to Texas Tech, he was twenty one. He did not he he said that he signed up too late to find a dorm, so he had to find off campus housing, which a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. This nigga said all the off campus housing was full. Guess where he lived, bitch? Where? A nursing home with a nursing, a nursing home. home it was like a he lived in a studio apartment that uh, was like an assisted living where all like the old people yeah. lived. you had to scan in twice to get in because yeah. they were watching people come in and out uh-huh. it smelled like ben gay oh, no. he knew all the old neighbors oh, and so it was God. just him in this <laughs> in this nursery home in this nursing home fucking the shit out of me he did not give a fuck wow. that i did not know what i was that nigga just tore my shit up and wow. i really liked him too i just i was not bitch don't mind me I was a young girl, like wow. having sex with people I didn't yeah. know, and like you know, kind of like you yeah. you uh, get feelings, like you attach feelings that aren't necessarily there with things. Yeah. But yeah, that was interesting. I will say I do realize, and from like the stories you've been telling me, a lot of us do use um, sex and as a form of self harm, um, which you know is not good. So we've already emphasized: make sure you're doing things because you actually want to do them. Because if you're just out here fucking and sucking because you're sad, because not even just because you're sad, but because you're running, because of because of or any other validation. Yeah, I think that's why I was yeah. personally doing it. Just but like, any other reason than like not actually like wanting to do yeah. it, then you just shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. It'll make you feel so much worse. It'll make you feel so much worse, so much more confused, yeah. so much more like, what the fuck? Like now you're questioning shit, you know? So yeah. I had a lot of um, unpacking of that and like healing to do when I got in my first relationship. Yeah. Um, sex, like I used sex kind of like as like a way to keep somebody around, even though he was not around for my sex, but like that's how I felt. So like, yeah. Anytime you wanted to have sex, even if I didn't, I remember just like letting that nigga do it, and I would literally just lay there, like lay there, and like sometimes he, like eventually he was like please like you cannot keep doing this to me that's terrible like why do you do this to me why do you do this to me yeah. but i was like why wouldn't i like you like it just don't use sex for self-validation don't yeah. use sex to like cover up any issues in your relationship. it's just not gonna work it's not worth it and don't don't use sex as a way to like also to see how someone feels about you yeah because sex is just an act it is just an act like sex is sex that's it and you can't also like seek 
how your partner feels about you based on sex. Absolutely. You have to communicate. Yeah. Um, I mean, sex is a great way to. It is. It is absolutely to, to a connect. great way. Yeah. It's not a great way to. Don't make solve it the problems. basis. Yeah. Don't make it the base of, like, y- y- your partner loves you, but, you know, maybe they have a lower sex drive than you or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. don't don't take it personally, I guess, is like the main thing. Yeah. All my yeah. youngsters out there, all my young gals. Yeah. Man, be better than me. Just know your worth mm-hmm. and know that eventually that person that's gonna that can make you feel all the things you want to feel safely is gonna come. Even if that's not in a relationship. Yeah. Even if that's just a friend that you're like, friend you can keep. Yeah. Or you know, what a something great song. Yeah. Like something like that. Just give yourself the time to like find the right people for you yeah. to express yourself sexually because you always will like that's the thing and i always say i'm such a picky bitch but i'm a picky bitch and i find jewels from being a picky bitch so even if that takes however many years or months bitch be as picky as you want higher your make make your standards higher as high as you feel like they need to be until you feel like you have like the right thing that is meant for you. Cause you deserve that shit. Absolutely. Yes. Wow. Well, we don't have a Reddit today. Girl, that's fine. Last week we had both of them hoes and our life was in shambles. And this week it's less in shambles, but we don't have a Reddit. So, <laughs> so a win is a win. A win is a win, a is, win, a win. is a win. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope that you learned a little bit more about us. Yeah. Um, I hope we do more episodes like this, kind of yeah. where we more share Wing our it. past. And, oh, I like. Yeah, I like too. Yeah, like, it was I cool. like. Yeah, it was good. It was. I don't know. I like the wing it concept. I Me I do like it, especially because it is like something you. It's it's sort of like never have I ever. Mm-hmm. You know. You don't know what the fuck people are going to ask you. Yeah. yeah. Never have I ever blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Should we do one good. like that? I feel like that could be a whole Ooh, episode. yeah. Never have I ever one. That'll we just fun. keep coming coming out with episodes, y'all. We'll yeah. be here forever. <laughs> forever. I'm also wondering, do we... Uh, one thing I've been sitting on, do we do seasons or do, do we just keep going? That is like... Maybe our fans should tell us in <sighs> some comments or in some DMs because y'all be Because if we... Us. If it's a season... If we're taking a, a season... You got to give us like four months to like max. Four times four is 16. That's 16 episodes. So technically this would be the, like we're, this is episode 15. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, uh, I want to say something real quick before you head out. Yes, of course. Please. Um, we know y'all love us and everything. Comment on us, comment on our posts. You don't have to DM us. Yeah. I, I hope that you know that our followers are also really cool people that are also listening to the same content you're listening to. So I hope you don't feel embarrassed to say certain things in the comments. I get if you yeah. want to continue to DM us, that's cool. We still love our DMs. Yeah. But like you can interact. Maybe you'll find somebody in our follow group that you relate to that you could also follow, connect with, hang out with. Maybe they live 10 minutes from you. Mm-hmm. Maybe they live 10 states from you. I don't know, but... I think that is one thing that I wish for is more interactions from our listeners. Because we sometimes we see you guys in person, and sometimes we just, you know, you end up on our personal Insta or something like that, and then it's like, oh my God, I love the pod, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I love you for listening. I really appreciate that. But 
interact with us let us know like get the traction going you listening is enough obviously because that gives us motivation to keep coming back but we also want to have a relationship with you you know we're supposed to be besties so like come on let's be best we can't be the only ones giving up the goods come on also (laughs) if you want to be a guest and you feel like you have the especially if you're a woman women women and femmes to the fucking front i'm I, how, the amount of men that are like, oh my God, oh, I, I want to be on the podcast. podcast. Why are only men asking to be on our podcast? Why are only men asking to be on our podcast? Bro, do you realize that you have so much voice in the world already and so much say so about what we talk about on a day to day basis? Most of the research that we get is tailored to you. Why the fuck would I make a space for black queer femmes individuals and then invite niggas on here? Like cis hetero men. Like what the fuck? I understand if it was like a trans man or like a gender queer man. I would understand that. It never is. But it never is. It's always some fucking cis hetero. Even give me a little bye, baby. Give me a sub, nigga. Like (sighs) some give me like you I feel like you have to you're gonna have to have an angle in order to get on here as a male. Because most of the time they just wanna have a platform where they can fucking talk. I have realized that from almost all the men that have asked to be on the podcast, they just want a space where they can just go and fucking talk. Call your call your homie. Do not Start call your Courtney own podcast. Lex. Start your own podcast. There's plenty of niggas out here sitting in front of a camera with a mic that don't have anything of value to say. Join Ew. Them. Yeah, join that club. Don't fucking come over here with that shit. But if you're a cute lady or a lady identifying, yes, DM us. Hey, comment listen. on our post. You look. We'll call put... me if you have my number. Let's call me, talk. beat me. <laughs> if you want to reach me. <laughs> All right, babes. I don't know when you're listening to this. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Babies have bad days too. <laughs> <laughs> but we hope you have a great day, yes. and we love you. Bye. Bye.